Welcome everybody to another Advancing Consciousness podcast. Today is episode 19 and we're going to look at something very interesting and something that you may have observed and probably noticed, never really questioned. Poverty is manufactured. So stay tuned as we play with that topic. So we're well aware that there is poverty all over the world. It doesn't matter where you are. You can be in a developed country like the Americas, but then there's so many other developed countries all over the world. And we look at it and say, wow, they have advanced in many, many ways and they're using a lot of different things and they can provide quite a bit for humanity. But at the same time, there's poverty, poverty everywhere. There's homelessness, there's lack that is experienced. Now, some people look at it and say, okay, the lack is manufactured in the sense where people create their own reality. Absolutely, that is true. We create our own reality. However, what is that reality all about? Why does it even exist? Yeah, I understand the inverted matrix where everything works backwards, inverted 3D, 2D that we're kind of unraveling ourselves from. But at the same time, why have we supported, manufactured the whole idea of poverty? Because when you really look at it, does it really make any sense to have that available or even as an option for us to play with? Yes, of course, every option is available for us to, to utilize. That's for sure. There's no shortage on that. But why would we plug in the whole idea of poverty and then experience it? Is it possible that many of the role players that play poverty is in one way have chosen that to enhance the opportunity for us to come to the recognition that we are not, you know, focused or even online with oneness, that in fact that we have created separations and polarities, that in some way that we still believe that is necessary? Have we collectively agreed that there's not enough to go around, that in some way that poverty is a requirement or is a natural fact, or that in some way, you know, it is something that we cannot control. It's very interesting when you look at it. Because, you know, from a bigger observation, yes, every experience is an experience, and we have full freedom to create what we choose to experience. However, the mass amount of the population on the planet is living under the banner of poverty, not having enough and so forth. Now, I've heard from gurus, I've heard some others that, yeah, you know, the thing is if they apply themselves and they work hard or they, you know, go into a state where they imagine prosperity and so forth, 
that they wouldn't be dealing with poverty. Well, let's take a look at that. If we looked at the world under the operating system that we have applied and utilized for 10,000 years, where everyone has to do something to earn, as they called, a living or earn themselves out of poverty, or the fact that in some way they have to apply themselves, sacrifice, give their reality away or their life away to some degree to apply this idea of money so that they're not in poverty. Imagine looking at this whole idea that this made-up, manufactured idea of money and the power we've given to it is the answer out of poverty, is the answer and solution to live in one polarity or another. It's a very interesting concept that we've you know, agreed to play with, but what are we doing now? Are we transmuting it? Are we dissolving it? And when I say poverty is manufactured, it is actually manufactured. We have to create it. We have to set up the rules, the construct, and the systems to support it one way or another. If we asked everyone from a collective perspective, are you choosing absolutely for, for the most part, in every way possible, to continue to support poverty or lack? or scarcity, or anything of that nature, you will get a resounding no. Because in poverty, as much as we have a massive amount of freedom in any experience, it does impede, and it does take over a lot of our energy and focus in what we call survival, struggle, or anything of that nature. So when we look at poverty manufactured, we had to come up with rules from a collective perspective, from whatever narrative that was used, came up with a set of rules. And the rules are the only one that can benefit at this point in time is ones that do and play the, the game this way. But not everybody can play the game this way. And that's the other part of the rules, the other part of the manufacturing. Now, if everybody was buying into the concept of work, into creating something, then is it even feasible? Is it even feasible under the banner of the monetary system under the control structures of certain individuals or groups of experienced authorities or whatever has been applied, self-directed or otherwise, that we can actually have a complete state of flourishing under those rules, under those guidance, under those banners. It makes you wonder, but can it? Not really. It's not possible. It's not possible as long as we are adhering to those rules, as long as money is, an, uh, is the driving force, as long as what we need to be productive or anything of that nature is the driving force. 
Take a look at it. We already are impacting the planet and all sentient beings, including every single human on the planet, on some of our actions, some of our focus, and what we are doing, which we call career or manufactured job ideas. And I'm not saying just manufacturing, all types of jobs. Now, to put everyone to be doing something, how much more impactful would it be to the so-called planet, the ecosystem, humanity altogether, including every and all sentient beings? We already see now that technology is restricted to facilitate humanity in many ways. The only way you have access to any form of technology is if you have money or abundance, they call it. But at the same time, when we really look at it, look at what's going on, if every country, every group and cluster was to advance using the current technologies, how much impact would there be? Now, is the issues the technology or is the issues that we are utilizing a very obsolete, very impactful, restricted, older version of technology, including the usage of fossil fuel? electrical transmissions, technologies that require certain capacities of manufacturing that do result in certain types of waste, using certain levels of technologies as transportation and so forth. Can we see the impact that it actually does to the environment and everything in it, including ourselves. So really, if we're going to adhere to all of those older ways of doing things, then guess what happens? This, this is kind of an example, say, in China, where the majority is not advanced in any way, shape, or form. But more of it had been coming online. And what did it create? extreme amount of pollution, extreme amount of, yes, haves and have-nots, but at the same time, extreme amounts of impact on humanity, the planet, because we are now using resources that were never really beneficial and were never really necessary. So if you look at the control structures and the systems that were applied, one of the main factors in that application is that we only have a small portion be in what we call an abundant state, and the rest will remain in poverty. Because when we are in poverty, our focus is very much on survival. When we are focused on poverty, then freedom and advancement, or at least our focus in that, 
is demised or reduced to almost nil. As long as we are generating poverty, then we are restricting much more advancements that are capable and possible. So it's not about creating more stuff, more services, and bringing everybody online so that everybody's productive in a certain way or another. It's really looking at how we set up the structure and start removing it and creating an opportunity for it. Because if you look at it, already over 90% of all products and services that exist are useless. They're just make-work projects that only, not only consume people's time, energy, focus, utilizing certain resources and creating impacts on the sentient beings, the planet itself, and the ecology, the environment. That imagine if you brought in even more online. Would we be in an environment that would be flourishing in any way, shape, or form? No, not at all. So for us right now, we have to take a completely different view of how we do things. We have the resources, the capacities, and the technologies to utilize, to share throughout the world in the most advanced way, in the cleanest way, resources that would free the game of life for all of the population. We can utilize it so that everybody receives what they require as the transition is going through, because eventually a lot of what we require it would not be necessary. So a lot of people say, well, we're going to have food shortage. Well, first of all, the way we handle food and the way we dispose of it and how we you know, direct it one way or another doesn't indicate that we actually take a, a responsible action in it. How we poison it and so forth and the process that it goes through is definitely an old inverted matrix, inverted 3D of limitation and self-compromisation. However, if we use technologies to grow food in its most natural state without using chemistry, using natural ways, distributing it to the, the quality or the quantities required, and using technology to advance other civilizations and, and countries so that they can do so in a very efficient and clean way where the technologies are used to create a better environment for all the playmates throughout the world, you will see that it's not going to impact. In fact, it will help flourish. In fact, the collective energy will shift because people will not be in fear. They will not be in survival. They will not be in struggle. Everybody will step into flourishing, playfulness, imagination, 
accessing higher consciousness, collaborating, and this is the thing, utilizing just collaboration. It's not about going to save anybody. It's about working with other aspects of ourselves in different countries, in different physical forms, and say, hey, let's work together. You have to look at it from a bigger perspective, from our brothers, sister souls on, on other dimensions and other physical planes, our brothers, sisters that we call aliens that are on other planets that are closely connected to our planet, our solar system. They have made it very clear. The advancement of any civilization is the measure of how everyone is flourishing, how everyone has access, how everyone is free to experience life in playfulness, ease, fluidity. When there is no struggle, when there is no lack, when there is no survival, when there is no fear, there is no war. And there is respect for one another, respect for the sentient beings, respect for the planet, respect for the environment all over. A respect and appreciation. Very different. So where are we now? Yes, poverty is manufactured. It is being supported at this point in time and has for pretty well 10,000 years. It wasn't that before because we started to play this game. The game that we are making obsolete. The game we are unplugging. It's the part of all the constructs that created an inverted matrix, an inverted world, an inverted 3D, 2D state of being. Haves and have-nots, right, wrong, good, bad, victim, victimizer, suffering, and, and, you know, the thing is, let's take it one step further just to look at it, just to put things into context. How many people are living in a civilization that they have abundance available Okay, and how many are still living in poverty? You take advanced civilizations with advanced technologies, and I'm talking about advanced old technologies that never really harmonized with anything else, but it was part of the game. Look at how many people living in the West, living in other countries that have developed in some way or another, and the mass amount, basically the largest amount by far is living in poverty, is struggling. Is it because of their effort of not you know, going out and getting a job or taking two or three jobs or finding a better career or something of that nature? That's the lie, that story that we've given ourselves. But is it true? No. Because that's not how it works. It never has worked that way. We've supported the game, and it's great. We've taken on sides or whatever it is. Yes, there's an empowerment where we create our own reality. But part of the creating of the reality is changing 
the collective reality and the games and rules and so forth and the authorities and the experts and the leaders and whatever else that we put in place. We got to drop the idea that it has to be one way only using older technologies, older ways of doing things, older ways of seeing things and judgment and comparison of each other. That all has to get dropped and that's what we're choosing to do much more powerfully. So, why would we support poverty? It is a made-up construct, doesn't serve, hasn't served for a very long time. And when I th it did serve, it was just an experience. That's all. You think we may have enriched ourselves immensely at this point with that experience, with that energy? So... Now that you understand that poverty is manufactured, it can be completely reversed. We can drop all of these restrictions that we've created for ourselves. All of these harnessing and hanging on to older ways of doing things. Older beliefs, which were all inverted 3D, inverted 2D, inverted matrix concept. Letting go of old ways of utilizing resources. And even dropping the need to have certain resources like mining gold and silver and so forth. Yes, we can mine it, we could use it as it's absolutely necessary to enhance our technologies, not for monetary systems or hoarding or saying that this is, you know, the way the game is, that we need to have resources to back up the currency or even have the whole idea of currency especially if money is all made up anyways, which it is, we can make tons of it. We can keep printing. We can keep plugging in digital computers and sharing it. But does that actually provide us freedom? Definitely, it's time to look at things completely different. And we know this. And we have the capabilities. We know we even have the know-how. We just are going through this shifting process of letting go what we've attached, defined, and labeled for ourselves collectively. But it starts personally, one-on-one. -on -one. Starts with yourself. This is where you use your imagination outside of all the constructs and beliefs and programs and stories that you've adopted. And see a world that comes from the very core of your essence. That is hugely transformative. Until the next episode, have a blast. Now that you know that poverty, yeah, you could say is an option, an obsolete option that we are no longer choosing to support, but it's absolutely necess unnecessary and it is completely manufactured. So go out and play. Uh, check out our links below in the description for we have a workshop coming up December the 5th and 6th that you do not want to miss. It's really powerful in regards to creating a shift with you. It's contribution-based. So there is no real restrictions even in the monetary poverty state that you may be at this point in time. 
We're all transmitting all of this. There'll be details on that, and just click that, and you will have the resources that you require. This support, if this um, resonates for you and you would choose to support us and assist us, we also have a link for you to contribute and to support us. Until next time, go out and have a blast.